Broadcasting from the past and into the future. This is the Green Hour with Dan and Jerry. Minded friends, you have your drinks ready? If so, welcome and thank you for joining us here on the Green Hour of Dan and Jerry. Hello, this is not Dan. And this is not, well, this is, you do that all the time and it confuses me because then I go, well, wait, is it, am I Dan? Is it, did we switch today? Is it like, uh, I just didn't know. I wasn't. It's, it's like an episode of The Loop, <laughs> Inside the Loop. Yes. Uh, have you Are, been watching that? No. No. I've been watching okay. here. Well, let me let me just first give you a preface. Okay. Uh, the reason I was late getting on this morning was because uh, last night uh, we were sitting watching TV. We decided to watch. Uh, Becky turned me on to Firefly. Oh, love that show! It's a great show. I never, I had never heard of it. Never watched it. I had all these people tell me to watch it. So we started watching it. We're just about the end of the first season. And uh, <laughs> there's only one season. Oh, that's it. Yeah, it got canceled, and well, everybody's pissed. Well, then they came out with a movie. Yeah, to kind of wrap it all up with, but it so, kind of wraps it up. So we're sitting there, and um, then Becky goes, "You know what? We we should we should have a beer. It's it's uh, Saturday night. It's like uh, eight o'clock, and we should have a beer." So I had gone to. Uh, uh, a liquor store that does not sponsor us, uh, high times, uh-huh. high time sellers in Costa Mesa, California. Uh-huh. And they, you, you're familiar with delirium tremens. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Love that beer. One of my favorite all time beers in the history of the world. And they come in that really beautiful 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah. And it's a white bottle too, right? Eh, kind Is of it? a, it's like a speckled slight off tan color. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so which is fine. And but they're expensive, those big bottles, seven hundred and fifty milliliters mm-hmm. for a bottle of beer. That's a lot of high powered beer. So but high times had them on sale for eight ninety nine. Oh nice. Yeah, because they're normally close to fifteen a bottle. And so I, I bought four of them, had them in my little uh, mini fridge in the tiki bar, and so she goes, Well let's let's open that up. We had a can in the other garage. So she gets that, splits that, we drink that, and, and we're watching Firefly. And, and then we start to, uh, we finish the beer. She goes, I think we should have another one. And I'm going, oh, sure, why not? You know, Saturday night, so the Bay City Rollers, S-A-T-U-R, <laughs> So she goes out, grabs a 750 milliliter bottle, splits that, we drink that. Then she goes out and gets another one, splits that, we drink that, She's in a party that. mood. She was in a party mood. And uh, so I'm a little, uh, well, but long story short, we ended up drinking uh, four bottles of, uh, of that stuff. And it, it, yes. That's I, like it, drinking four bottles of wine. Yes. Well, that's why I said I did the math this morning as much as I could. And I'm going, that's a hell of a lot of beer. like And high-powered beer, too. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. That's so, that's higher proof than so, wine. Oh yeah, so we uh, 
we both had uh, had a little bit of a uh, how should we say? Uh, uh, I don't want to call it a hangover. Perhaps it was more like a hang under. <laughs> but it's uh, a slow morning. <laughs> it's a slow morning. So I've, I've, and you know, when you after a hangover, you you just don't have regular like food to get you going. It's like so. I had like uh, I had four uh, uh, chocolate chip uh, macadamia nut cookies and. <laughs> a, a Count Chocula marshmallow treat bar <laughs> and my coffee. So if I seem a little bit uh, off, uh, you'll know why. Well, I'm having a, a Death Wish coffee with a good helping of uh, absinthe in it. Oh, nice. My, my roommate made a pot of Death Wish. So uh, oh, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'll do the hair of the dog that bit me this morning, but uh, I think I'll just uh, I'll sit here with my coffee and and, and think about my life. <laughs> so here's the deal. I got to tell you this right off the bat. So all right, seven months ago, I, you know, you, you scroll through Facebook feeds and, you know, those ads pop up for like just random crap. Mm-hmm. So this ad pops up for this random uh, uh, thing. And it, look, it looks like a nuclear explosion. <laughs> lamp. Oh, awesome! It was a cloud thing. cloud lamp. A cloud lamp, and I'm I've like, seen them. I'm going. This is like the best thing ever. And so uh, here, I'm going to send you a picture of what was advertised, <laughs> as opposed to what you got, <laughs> as, as opposed to what I got. That looks like. Well, here, take a look at this. Uh, you can see that the if you if you look at that, it's pretty badass. Oh, that is badass. Isn't that like the coolest? fucking thing ever like it looks really cool that looks scary it, it does. it's like and it looks but i mean it looks like wow that really looks like a uh, uh yeah uh, atomic and, bomb and it was like 64.99 so i'm figuring you know what uh if 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 it looks like that totally worth it i am in i'm in 100 percent. i so, i hope okay here's here's a little kiss these things cost me so much money but what I've learned to do is every time I see something that I'm like, oh, and it's on social media or Instagram, I'm like, I need that in my life. I stop and I look it up on Amazon. Oh, smart. And it's, and it's usually at least half the price. And you could see everybody saying whether or not it's shit. Yeah. Well, and, okay. the, and the beautiful part is if I use PayPal, it's covered if I want it or not. Yeah. So they'll, okay. they'll reimburse me. So continue, continue story. So this was bought, I bought this like seven months ago uh-huh. and now I had been, I had been scammed. Like I bought a 42 inch tall, uh, uh, Terminator endoskeleton replica uh-huh. for like 30 bucks. And then when I couldn't, when I'd send emails to the company just to check up on it and they wouldn't go through, I knew, okay, I've been scammed. So PayPal yeah. covers it. It's all good. So then I bought a, I bought an electric car that looked like a smart car for $70. $70. (laughs) So I figured that's probably too good to be true, but I'll roll the dice on it. Yeah, Uh that didn't didn't work out either. So I got reimbursed for that. And so, like, just as I had given up hope, just as I had given up hope, this thing pops into my feed, right? And I'm going, this has to be a real deal. This has to be a real thing. It's cool looking. (laughs) It's badass. And so I order the thing, and then... Two weeks later, I immediately start emailing the company 
saying, hey, I just want to update. Uh, I've been scammed in the past. I go, I, I just want to make sure that this thing's coming. I, I would get emails. Yes, we, we are working on it. We're selling out of these things and, you know, the coronavirus and blah, blah, blah. So they send me, finally, finally, after three months, they send me a tracking number. So I start following, you know, it's in, okay, it's in Shazhuan, uh, China or wherever. And so it's like leaving the factory. Okay, that's great. It's in transit. So it gets to the dock, right? To the, to the, uh, to the inspection dock. So, okay. So it sits there for a month. <laughs> it's not moving. And I'm going, oh, this is just bad. And I start sending emails. I go, hey, you know what? It's been, uh, it's been 17 years. So I'd really like to get this before I die. <laughs> Uh, and they say, we're sorry, it's, you know, it's a coronavirus and there's people trying to, you know, get things done. I go, okay, all right. I'm just checking out. I want to make sure it's coming. So a month later, there's movement. It goes to, uh, it goes to Inglewood, which is only an hour away. Oh, awesome. So I'm okay. going, okay, this is cool. This thing's going to show up any day now. A month passes, and it's sitting in Inglewood, which is an hour away. It's it's in quarantine now. It's right? in quarantine, exactly. So, at this point, I start emailing back. I go, I go, I'm a little confused. This thing is an hour away. I could drive over and pick it up. If you just tell me where it's at, I don't get any response. No response. I, so finally, ten days after that, I send. I go, look, this is like crazy it's been sitting here for almost a month and so i call paypal and they say well we'll investigate it we'll do that so then there's movement it goes to from inglewood which is an hour away to brisbane california <laughs> which is almost six hours away from where it was before uh-huh so i send them another letter i go why is it going the opposite direction why is it going to Brisbane? And they, they write back and it's kind of in broken English and says, well, you know, we try to make sure that we have the best possible route to get it to you and safe, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so the uh, bottom line is uh, it, it was in Brisbane for three weeks. And oh, I'm my sitting, God. And I'm going, this is like the most ridiculous thing ever. I can't believe this. So finally yesterday, you know, we're... we're, we're we're cleaning up. We had a couple of appointments we had to go to. And then in the afternoon, Becky goes, Hey, there's a box for you. And I go, Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And I, and at first I was like, well, I don't even know what this, uh, what, what this is. Uh, you know, like what I didn't yeah. even know. I didn't even remember. Couldn't remember what it was that I had ordered. And so I started up and I go, Oh, I, I think this is my lamp. This is my lamp. This is amazing. <laughs> and so I'm excited. I open the top of the box and I'm going, this thing looks like freaking black cotton candy. What the hell? So I pull it out of the box. And I set it on the bed and I light it up. And here's what I got. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a, you know, those pictures? <laughs> it looks like a, um, uh, it looks like a mushroom that's on fire. It looks like a mushroom on fire. I go, I go, this is, this is the exact epitome of, uh, a Pinterest fail. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, here, we're going to make these cupcakes that look like cute little dogs. And they turn, <laughs> and they turn out looking like uh, some sort of horrible high school project on horribly awry. So, yeah, that's my mushroom cloud lamp. So I'm I'm definitely sending it back. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Dude, look at that thing. It looks like it looks like there's maybe $2 worth of materials. It's on a foam core base. It looked like <laughs> it looked like some kid in his apartment made this. He had an airbrush and a, a maybe a 50 cent lamp that he found at the dollar store and just a bunch of batting that he put together in black. <laughs> well, I have to admit that at least in your photo, it kind of looks cool. It does if kind I, of. If I had not seen what it was supposed to look like, I'd look at it and go, is that like glowing fungus? What is right, that? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, Becky goes, well, why don't, you, why don't you set it there and then go back about 15 feet and look at it. Maybe it's better if it's from farther away. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, you know, I don't think that's supposed to be the object of like buying something and enjoying it. Yeah, here. Shit, I'll set shit it looks here. like shit. It no matter does. how far away you're looking at it. What, what is it? It's like uh, they, they say, oh, yeah, that's that's a, a Picasso girl. Yeah, she looks horrible close up and from 30 <laughs> feet away. Oh, yeah, she looks great. She's dynamite. <laughs> so that's my that's my uh, uh, Dan's mail order woe. Um, dear friends, I'll, I'll post these pictures on absinthepodcast.com so you can oh see Oh my them. God, get the side-by-side, because it really does, <laughs> it, it does look like one of those Pinterest things. Oh, I can do that. I can make that. Uh, oh yeah, nailed it. Oh Lord. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I spent $65 on. Well, I got a, I got a book in the mail yesterday that I have, I'm like, wh- who sent this to me and why did I get it? What'd you get? What book like, did you get? I don't, it's some, it's some kind of, um, entrepreneurs, how to treat employees for dummies type book thing. And I'm like, what? How did you, I did, I, I didn't order this. I have no idea who sent it to me. I don't know why I have it. It was definitely addressed to me. It was not sent by a company. It was, it was obviously someone had done the, you know, the, the postal mail at home thing where they print out their own thing and then tape it to a package. Oh, right. Right. You know, like, like when I send something off that someone bought for me on eBay, I know I didn't pay for this thing. Right. I guess at some point I had attended some business thing and they were supposed to send me something and I don't know, I, I don't remember why. And this must have been the result of it. That's the only thing I could think of. Oh. It's not anything I could use, so I'll probably put it out on eBay and sell it. Yeah, you might as well. Hey, speaking of, of books, uh, a little birdie told me, well, no, that's not true. I, I read it on uh, Pat's timeline, that your uh, your new book is out. Oh, yeah, and any, any of our uh, repeat listeners have probably already gotten sick of it because on our last couple retro episodes, I stuck up well i heard that i heard that for sure but (laughs) you you can't get a little self-promotion man it ain't bad it ain't bad all right okay well here's let me let me go for it go go uh, for your go for your uh for your two minute uh uh, book tour promotional okay so it's called i wrote a actually what was it it was last year right before the pandemic i was 
getting off work and I'd go to my favorite bar, Radical Effects, and I'd sit there during happy hour with my little, you know, gold laptop and type it away. And I wrote a novel because I caught the novel bug again. Right. And uh, it turned out apparently really well. Um, our our mutual friend, Pat, and who is also, I'm just going to credit him as being the editor of this because oh, he, nice. he um he he says it's one of the best things I've ever written. So I we've got that. Pat, Pat's uh, seal of approval. But anyway, it is about a um, basically a technologist uh, from the uh, uh, from Silicon Valley, uh, right out of high school, created a startup that was kind of sort of based on a company you used to work for. I oh. used it as the basis. And then another company bought it out and he made some money, but patent trolls sued him and took almost all the money away from him. Oh, wow. And at the same time, his girlfriend at the time, uh, one, got pregnant, two, decided to abort the kid, which he found he actually wanted. Right. And so all this stuff happened at once, and it left him kind of shell-shocked. And so he went back to his roots. He took what money he had left. It was just enough to buy a, 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 a nice house, but out in the country in a small town in Oregon. Right. And he started up a computer repair business just to keep himself company, uh, um, busy. Right. But he had a, he had a slight ulterior motive for doing it. But so he's there and he's kind of a fish out of water and it's a small town. And it was, it was founded by hippies in the seventies. It, it was originally a commune that kind of grew. And so it's got this kind of quasi anarchist, quasi communist government. So there's no actual mayor. Uh, there's some Monty Python jokes in there about, um, um, oh, uh, narco syndicalist communism or, right. or communes. Anyway, so, but um, he he's walking. And so the, that's it's all backstory. The, so the book begins and he's walking along the shore because he goes out there and it's like this pristine but really ugly horrible beach just full of rocks and it is for miles around and the ocean's always like really really angry there's no way you could swim out there because the waves would just crush you against the rocks it would kill you dead right and there's this girl swimming out there and he's like dumbstruck and so he's worried about her and he's walking along the shore keeping track of where she is hoping she could come ashore and he pulls his phone out to take a picture of her, and she dives down, and he sees a tail. And he's like, I, I didn't just see that. So he, this character is very rational. He's a computer right. programmer. Right. So he, in his mind, he's like, oh, God, all right. She went under, and there was a tail, so a shark or something grabbed her and pulled her under, and that's what I saw. Or. Right. Right. imagine it or everything so he will not admit to himself what he saw right and meanwhile um back in the, in the later on as it goes along there's this uh young witch who's like the town witch because you know oregon's kind of eclectic like that and it's already oh. an eclectic town has really fallen for him and is constantly trying to seduce him and so it just kind of goes from there. It's kind of a romantic comedy. It's kind of a fantasy. Um, uh, and it's, and it's his, 
his story of going from this completely rational point of view to admitting magic may actually be real and things oh. are not what they seem. So you know? does, does he, uh, I mean, no spoilers, but does, uh, does he ever uh, have an encounter with the, the mermaid? He does. He does. All right. But, so but, does but, get... but the mermaid is not a love interest. Oh, it, it's not. No. And I am, this is kind of a spoiler, but there are a pod of merfolk who appear off this beach and it's the town. Well, this is kind of, it's very strongly hinted through the whole book, but that's what the, the sad, the town is, that's their secret. And they're trying to protect this. Oh, gotcha. Right. But there's also a nefarious thing going on where there's, um, there's this big corporation coming in and trying to do a land grab all around the town. And they, they, they're plotting to take over the town. And so that gotcha. there's your there's your bad guys. So anyway, it's well. So in other words, he doesn't get any tail. No, he doesn't yes. get any fishy <laughs> tail. I had to throw that in there. I, like as soon as you said that, uh, that it was a mermaid, it's like I, I, that joke was just sitting there waiting for its moment. Well, now anyway, where can, where can people get where can people buy this book? Well, the the it's going to be available in paperback and well, actually, it's already available in paperback and and ebook form on Amazon. Uh, probably going to follow suit on most other major um, on online retailers. And and you could actually go to jerryjdavis.com. It's like the first thing you're going to see up at the top is oh, very like, good. So it's got an order button. You can order it there. Yeah, you could you could click that and it takes you right to Amazon. You can. Get in, and the, the um, it's I've got it on a kind of a a discounted price at first. So if you get it now, you say and people. and for our listeners, if you get it and you send me an email, we'll figure out something. I'll 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 sign it for you somehow. Well, I was just going to suggest that uh, it would kind of be cool. You know how how people do uh, book signings, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I was thinking, you know, how cool would it be for you to do like a virtual book signing where you have like a zoom meeting or whatever you want like invite people there you talk about the book you field questions and then you uh you uh, you can send people uh your signature uh email i i could do that but i uh, think that'd be uh, hilarious i think it'd be great well, they could print I, it out I, I, and tuck it into the novel that's there's actually already a system that you can do that with well, and it's is. never really worked very well. Uh, well, but, see, I was trying to be cool, and it just didn't. Well, here's here's what, one of my thoughts. I, I haven't actually done this before, but I can order a bunch of these books at at the author's price, which is considerably lower than buying at retail. Right. And I could sign them, and people can buy them directly for me for the same price. Oh, there you go. We'll see. That's so. But if there's interest, if so, if people are interested, let me know. I've actually got five copies coming. Uh, one of them has got to go to Pat, right? Uh, but the other four will be up for grabs, and oh. um, yeah, and and I'd be ordering more as as we go. So maybe we could do a contest. <laughs> I'm not we could do a contest. Why are you not comfortable doing a contest? You're signing rather, books. Uh, because I don't know I, if I'm going to do a contest, I want to give something away. That's like a prize. Not, it's a not book. A... It's a signed book, dude. It's like, that's a, that is a prize. If people are interested in that, sure. I'll, I'll do a book here's, giveaway. Here's what we do here. We come up with some, uh, something 
like come up with your favorite absinthe cocktail, but it has to be named the mermaid. <laughs> that sounds so, fun. And you come up with the cocktail. They send you the recipes. You you create. Now here it's a win win because you get to get absolutely hammered and you get to, <laughs> to promote your book. But they send you the cocktails. You try them out. And if they suck, they obviously don't win. But the best one out of all of them wins an autographed copy of the book. I'd rather give them something with that's worth more. <laughs> uh, dude, you got to stop this. You have to stop this right now. I don't know if I'm if I was your uh, if I was your uh, agent, I would be slapping you silly. Well, you need to be my agent then, because I, um, I just can't do it for myself. I guess. Oh my god, dude! You've, you've so many missed opportunities. So many missed opportunities. Like you could give away a book, uh, you could work a deal with like uh, funeral homes, and you get a signed copy of the book <laughs> with every casket sold. I there's, I I could do this. I could make this happen. You know, um, speaking of things, yes, yes, <laughs> I stumbled upon a really fun uh, website called ThisIsWhyImBroke.com. Oh, yes, I have. And so I'm looking through the the alcoholic gear. Yes. And there's all sorts of fun things like there's but I don't understand the the prices seem way too low, which makes me wonder how legit this is. But for supposedly $28, yes. you can get a a Batman whiskey bar decanter kit. Wow. That seems Yeah, really with low. with like yeah, it's got eight Batman glasses. Yes, and uh, a Batman decanter, all with you know the bat symbol on it. Right, of course. And and it looks like it actually comes with some, uh, you know those those uh, whiskey uh, ice cubes that are like not actually made out of ice. Oh, the like the uh, the either the uh, rocks well, or the uh, the chrome. Well, they're not. They they look crystal, so I don't know how that's going to work. But wow. uh, and then there's all sorts of like, you know, drinking games. There's one called Drinko for fifteen ninety nine that I think is wonderful. You you put a bunch of shots down at the bottom of different alcohols. Then you then you have to drop a little ball at the top, and it goes bing, 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 bing across all the pins oh, and wow. lands in one of the glasses, and that's the one you have to drink. Oh, dude, you can get that at Grocery Outlet for uh, 15, oh. 15 bucks. They have it it's, it's, instead of balls. It's like a little... Uh, a like little a, disc. A little disc, yeah. Yeah, same I thing. Definitely, I got to go get that. Uh, then there's a... Uh, if I see it, I'll pick one up for you next time I go. There's a Beeropoly game. Oh, that sounds like fun. There's um, a little tiny... I mean, we're talking one quarter the size of a cell phone. Uh, thing for twenty eight forty four that supposedly if you blow it into into it it'll tell you your alcohol level. Oh, there's a, a some sort of weird flask that you put in your pants, and <laughs> this is just getting, this is getting scary right now. It's it could have beer or liquor or anything you want. It's called a hidden batter flask, and the of course the the uh, spigot uh, comes out your <laughs> zipper. Your fly? No, it does not. <laughs> and you pee into a glass with it. Oh, that's, so that's... everybody's going to think you're drinking your own piss, uh, <laughs> dude. That's horrible. 
there's a here's another one which is it really interesting is two shot glasses connected by a long glass tube and it and it's called the wingman shot glass and it shows two girls drinking out of it so two people can drink out of the same shot glass at the same time wow <laughs> it just goes on and on here's another one a cigar holding glass, which is a, a whiskey glass with a big hole through it. Oh, yes. You stick your cigar through it. <laughs> yes, you put that on the side. It's like hanging on the side of the glass. Yeah, it's a really No, it's going right through the glass. Oh, it's going through the glass? It's it's a square glass, and it's going right through the glass. It be, you, you know, the liquor never touches it. Of course. But it's right about mouth, so you can take a puff, and then without hardly even moving your mouth, you could take a sip. Take a sip. Wow, that's actually very uh, uh, interesting. So they're not a sponsor. I just found it really fun, but they should be again, a sponsor. They should be a sponsor. Well, again, the prices are suspiciously low. So not, who knows? Not unlike my atomic lamp. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe they're all going to be shipped directly from China. It could be. You know, in which case I. Um, caution you to think twice or three times before you do it. Yeah, I would say if, if you ever want to buy anything, uh, like in an internet, uh, you know, like it comes up to your Facebook feed, just refer back to uh, uh, the Green Hour uh, website and look at the <laughs> picture of my atomic lamp, and that will just, <laughs> that should just stop you from buying anything ever. Well, I, I know I, there are so many things that I go, oh, I must have that. And they litter my whole house, these things. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, uh, but I always go to Amazon and try to buy it from there. I do have one that is coming from China. Right. That I thought looked really cool, but I did make sure to buy it from Amazon because if you get ripped off, Amazon will reimburse you. It's kind of oh, like right. paying with PayPal. And it is this pocket thing i don't know it looks about the size of a cell phone you stick it on top of your beer can and you squeeze these handles and you rotate it like three quarters of the way around oh and it cuts the top off the can and it, it cuts the top off without leaving any sharp edges yes and on that it's freaking perfect so i ordered that and then found out i'm not getting it for two months oh yeah it's like <laughs> it's on a slow boat man i'm telling you it's like I have discovered anything from uh, the Pacific Rim is going to take you. Well, like uh, like the my lamp took uh, seven freaking months. Oh yeah. Seven well, I mean months. At the f- the beginning of this whole thing, I ordered all those cool um, uh, uh, facial covers. Oh yeah, the face mask. Yes. And it literally took forever four months. To get any of them, I had already bought all sorts of different ones by then, but I did end up with one I really liked. I'll be using it in the winter because it's kind of hot, but it's that one which actually has a face printed on it. Oh, okay. so so the bottom half of my face is, will be like this, like red-haired pirate dude with all this, you know, wild mustache and everything, and it right. kind of fits the rest of my face going up. It's kind of cool. Now, but you don't go anywhere. No, I, I well, I, I go to the store. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I guess you could wear it at the store. Or something like that. Now, did they close your bars back then again? Or your bar? No, actually, they didn't. Well, you know, here's uh, without getting any kind of political. All right. 
uh, right across the river in Iowa, everything is still wide open and it's oh. really up to the, up to the various businesses right. to figure out what they're comfortable with. And fortunately, the majority of them are going, okay, well, we're not going to listen to our governor. We're going to follow the CDC. Right. But the governor, who they've nicknamed COVID Kim over there. <laughs> That's funny. Is ordering normalcy. She's like, this COVID thing is a bunch of nonsense. You know, right. all the kids are going to go back to school. You're not going to wear a mask. You're not going to social distance. And the schools are like, uh, excuse me? And she's like, and I, friends, I'm, I'm getting this secondhand from my furious girlfriend right. who has a kid over there. But she says that any of the schools that do not comply to this and actually try to do distancing and act safely will get all of their state funding cut. Wow. I know. And so that caused my girlfriend to pull her kid out of school and sign up to um, this really nice, apparently homeschooling um, from, from a college, an accredited college that not only will give, that is not only accredited and actually highly rated, but will put her on fast track of education if she does well through it right uh by the time she graduates from high school knowledge will she be a high school graduate she'll have a ba college degree at the same time and yale will accept her right in because yale really likes this program really yeah that's so, kind of cool got my fingers crossed for that so th there are some silver linings to this messed up situation right right it's just up to us to find them. I know, exactly. You're absolutely 100% correct. Oh, let's see. Uh, what else? So you said you had some other things. That, uh... Well, um, oh, yeah, I, I do. But uh, you, uh, right before you got a hold of me today, uh, I got all these messages coming in, like two phone calls on two different phones and text messages from supposedly Citibank saying some sort of fraud was going on. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, yes. And so finally I flip over the card and it's, it's one of my corporate cards, not one of my personal cards. Right. But unfortunately it's the one with like the $120,000 limit on it. Right. And I call the number and it goes straight to their fraud department. And yeah, there is someone using my card. Oh, crap. <laughs> And so I had to go through all the stuff and I'm like, I haven't used that card since February. Right. And so we go through all the things and someone's like ordered shoes and shirts and Netflix and this and oh, that. God. And I'm like, nope, not me. Nope, not me. And then they finally get back to where I spend a thousand something dollars on a, on some stuff for our booth at a convention, which is not happening now. Right. And I go, yeah, that's mine. <laughs> so we figured out everything before that was mine. So there, I right I, on the phone with them, I, I stuck that card in the shredder and they're going to send me a new one. Oh, good. Good. And, and good. of course they, they take care of all the, uh, yeah, the charges. Yeah. 
Like what? What all they? So they got Netflix and they got. Uh... Well, apparently they weren't going for anything big. I think their the whole method of operation was: if I do a bunch of small stuff, I won't ever get caught. Right, because it'll but just they, kind of blend in to the background. Yeah, but here's the thing: on a corporate card, there are certain things blocked from you being able to get, oh, and really? one of them was Netflix, and I think that's what flagged it. Oh, because I I can't take that card and go into a liquor store and buy something it'll immediately go no Good and, nice. yeah i mean i can go to restaurants all i want i could i could pay for hotels and i could spend five thousand dollars on a on an event right you know i could but netflix no no <laughs> yeah you can buy hookers and blow but uh you can't get netflix yeah. <laughs> we have limits. That's hilarious. Uh, no, I've never bought any of those things. Oh. Well, you rented them, but you never trying to get me fired. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I took full responsibility. Mm-hmm. Check with our okay. fraud department. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> okay, I do have some some things that are interesting. Okay. You do. Well, wait, that okay. was interesting. I I was I was enthralled. Well, there's, there's, I've got things uh, that are more absinthe centric. Oh, 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 okay. So I just thought I'd do um, some kind of shouts outs and stuff. So there's on, on the Facebook page, the absinthe minded uh, artist named um, Barry John is doing his own renditions uh, in watercolor. It looks like of various posters, absinthe posters, and they're really good really good so go check it out uh our our friend of the show ron uh has like given his thumbs up to that wow on on the wormwood society page um uh uh mike asks if he's sitting on the back porch of his cool southern california um abode yeah. And it's sipping absinthe and wants to know if anybody has any sipping playlist, absinthe sipping playlists. Oh, so wow. I was wondering if, I mean, I, I, I know what I could say. I, I listen to Spongle and, you know, weird music like that right. or sometimes jazz. Uh, what do you listen to when you're sipping absinthe and kind of reflecting? Oh gosh. I have a great, uh, I have a great Spotify playlist that I put together called, uh, Sad songs to drink by. <laughs> so they're all very uh, kind of, uh, they're just songs that like, that are not depressing. Like it's not like I want to like kill myself after having a glass or two, but it's like, I, I look, uh, I find just a wide, wide variety of songs um, that are fun to listen to and are relaxing and that I can uh, just get in the, you know, kind of get get in the groove, so to speak. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so I, that's that's why I mean, it's got everything. It's got, uh, in fact, I just added a couple songs to it uh, this week. Uh, Marilyn Manson actually came out with a new song, which was oh really? Yeah, it's called "We Are Chaos." I highly recommend it. Huh. Uh, at, at first, I was listening to it, I'm going, "Oh, that's okay. This is uh, that's all right." And then the more I listen to it, the more I go. Wow, this is actually a really good song. It's very, um, it's not the, 
you know, the standard Marilyn Manson screaming, uh, you know, the beautiful people kind of thing. This is, uh-huh. this is more of an actual melodic song that actually is good. I highly recommend, you know, we, you should play, uh, you should play about 10 seconds of it uh, as we uh, exit the show, because I think it's got, it's a great, great. Song. I'll, I'll see about that, but we have to be kind of careful now that we're on anchored off FM because they're part of Spotify and they, Oh, and they, they frown <clears> on that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're, we're actually, we're in a way working for Spotify. Oh, um, Here's one of the ones that I love listening to that is kind of different than that. The what I usually listen to is um, Ray Willie Hubbard's song "Snake Farm." Have you ever heard that? No. Oh, it is so funny. But is it, is it like the blues? It sounds like a blues song. It's kind of blues, kind of country. Um, the lyrics are like, "Well, a woman I now I love is named Ramona. She kind of looks like Tempest Storm." She could dance like little Egypt. She works down at the snake farm. Oh, and then the chorus is strip club. Apparently. Yeah, no, 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 no. She, oh. it's an actual. Oh, it's, it's an a actual, snake farm. It's an actual yeah. snake farm. Oh, oh, yeah. So, so he's like snake farm. It just sounds nasty. Snake farm. It pretty much is snake tarn farm. It's a reptile house. Snake farm, and then he always goes. <laughs> Why does, that sound, why does that sound very familiar to songs we used to write in the 80s? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Snake Farm. It's a reptile house. Snake Farm. Snake Farm. It pretty much is. Snake Farm. It's a reptile house. <laughs> see, I see already This is there, there's a great parody. Hello, this is Jake from Snake Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to at 3 in the morning? It's Jake from Snake Farm. I don't believe you. Uh, what are you wearing? Well, right now it's a 12-foot anaconda that won't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Jake from Snake Farm. Sorry. My bad. Carry on. <laughs> uh, let's see. I've also been kind of expanding my musical taste. I've been listening to Lord a lot, which really? is not something I ever thought I would do. But I'm like, wait a minute. Why didn't I know I like this? Yeah. Um, Why and, didn't um, Billy Eilish, you know, I, I, I can't get in, can't get into Billy Eilish. I, I think what it was is if I didn't, well, I don't know her, but before I had seen her on various things, like on, um, oh, what she's she's been on Colt Colbert a lot, right? Apparently, they're friends or something. Um, I wouldn't have probably gravitated toward her, but after seeing her and seeing how one, she's really funny. Two, she gets a um, a big kick out of making fun of herself. Right. Which you know, good, which is all- yeah. So she's got a great sense of humor, and she's really talented. And this, she's not a product of any big corporate you know music thing. She's self built. Her right. and her brother. They did it themselves. And like, I have so much respect for her and her brother that I, you know, you go, if you already are predestined or pre, if you already, if you already like someone for something and then you listen to what they do, you're more accepting of the music immediately. And so I think that's why I'm like, okay, all right, I can get into this. But it's, it's not someone I thought I would ever listen to. Right. Right. But anyway. Well, 
That's not a bad thing. Um, out on Reddit, I have someone who asked the question, and even though it wasn't to us, I thought it would be a good question to um, field. All right. Yeah. So um, the question is, and does the person is – Oh, I'm not going to name him because they don't know where he's talking to us. Obviously, you shouldn't spend as much on absinthe that you're going to be using in cocktails, he says. Many of the nuances would be lost anyway. I therefore have the question, what absinthe do you recommend for cocktails for this use? Would you consider using something cheaper like Grand Absente if, because it's good enough? That's a very good question. It is. And there are some really interesting answers in one of them. Because, I mean, I, 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 I have, have an, the I same have thing. an answer. I have an okay, answer. Okay, go, go but, for it. Go but for no, it. I want to hear I want to hear the other people's answer first. Well, um, according to Wikipedia, but, what the hell? Okay, Google, stop. Golden Gophers? What the hell are you Googling? I don't know. We triggered something. Wow. <laughs> Golden Gophers. That sounds like well, sort of. <laughs> Something you'd watch on uh, Skinamax after two. <laughs> yeah, don't search for that on Pornhub. Don't do uh, it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't um, do it. So one of the answers, which kind of surprised me, and then I'm going to kind of agree with it, even though I wouldn't have before, is to say use a really good absinthe anyway, because um, we said if you're serious about absinthe cocktails, they say. Uh, I believe you'll discover you should stick to higher quality absinths in making them uh, because they still have uh, a nuance that it will add to the drink. Whereas if you use something like grab it, grand absente, uh, and I'm paraphrasing now, you might as well just use a pastis. Wow. And I remember out of all the cheapo, um, or uh, Faco sort of absence. Uh, I actually like Grand Absente, right? To a degree. Yeah. Well, it's just like here's the thing. When when uh, before it was legalized and we could get it, you know, without paying uh, two hundred and fifty bucks a bottle to have it yeah. shipped over, I would go and drink uh, Pernod, the past. Yeah. Like just yeah. I, when, uh, there was a uh, place that I used to go here in. Uh, uh, Southern California called Chat Noir. It was this very cool little jazz club, but they had a restaurant. They had an amazing selection of wine, and they had a little uh, what they call a covered patio where you would go out there, and uh, they had a three-piece band, you know, piano, bass, keyboards, uh, and I would sit there and I would drink pastis and listen to music and love life. Uh, it was oh, yeah. amazing. It's like it was like the best thing. Now, getting back to your the, to the question at hand, this is, I think it's a very interesting question because, like, you would sit there and go, well, if you were going to make a wine spritzer, would you use a good a good wine? Most people would say no because you're dumping a Sprite or Seven Up into it. Mm-hmm. But then again. I look at it this way. The cocktail is only as good as the ingredients you put into it. My friends would agree with you. And I think that uh, I think that if you are making a serious cocktail, whether it be uh, Sazerac or whatever it is, I would say uh, use a good absinthe. Because if you use crap, then it's like you're going to degradate 
the integrity of the beverage. And Dude. that's 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 my uh, that's my two cents because it's it really is. It's like uh, well, I'm going to put water and sugar in anyway. Why should I use good absinthe? <laughs> right you know it's the same kind of logic it's, just, it's the yeah. same kind of logic it's like yeah. you it's like you want you want to experience the drink to the fullness of what it is and by using a high quality spirit it is only going to make the drinking uh thing more pleasurable and also um we're going to assume you're going to go for quality over quantity because if yes. you're not you might as well just be drinking wine coolers absolutely 100 percent. yeah you should just go out and get some bartles and james if those are still available and put those I don't, I, didn't they i think they tried to make a comeback but it didn't work it, it didn't didn't quite work oh, i can't believe yeah because i remember seeing them not too long ago a couple of years ago and then they disappeared they again horrible 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 thing well i think they were replaced by um uh, what's it called the mad dog 2020 no, no, the the spritzer stuff now. The oh, like white claw, like white claw. claw. Is, wasn't, yeah. that, wasn't that a character on Game of Thrones? I don't I'm know. Sure I've never white seen claw, it. <laughs> white claw was probably a character on Game of Thrones. I think. You know what I did see? Uh, we went to the drive drive-in. Uh, oh, what did you see? What it was on? We what? saw Mighty Python: The Holy Grail at a oh, drive-in. Oh, how fun! It was awesome. Oh, see, that's a, this has been great. Now, I will say this: the one thing that this whole uh, COVID pandemic, uh, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, is that is going on is it's really making people more creative with their entertainment choices. Like we have, um, of course, it's Orange County. Remember, so on yeah. the on the rooftop of this big parking structure down by one of the you know the more high-end shopping districts, they do uh, drive-in movies. They set, oh, up a, nice. they set up a huge screen, and uh-huh. you drive you drive up to the top uh, thing. It's 50 bucks a car load. But, Holy crap! Well, well, hold on. 50 bucks a car load, but you get a $20 uh, gift card to any of the restaurants in that shopping thing. Oh, actually, so you, you know what? That's not get, that bad a deal. It's not that bad a deal, especially you. Let's say you put five people in the car, right? Right there, it's yeah. only it's only ten bucks each. Then you count the twenty dollars where you go get your your snacks or your food if you get sandwiches or whatever it is. It's like uh, it's it's not that bad of a deal. Well, the main reason we did it is my my girlfriend's uh, a young younger daughter, youngest daughter had a a date and. Oh. They're young, and he's a he's a cool guy, and so they wanted to go to the driving movie. Of course, they don't drive yet, and so they obviously needed chaperones. Right, of course. So my girlfriend and I went with them, so it was a double date. And so there was $40 just to get in, because they don't charge by the car. They charge by the person. Right, right. And so she had actually bought those. And then I went in and bought the popcorn and everything. There was another forty six dollars. I was going to say that was probably about twenty five thousand dollars by the time. You yeah, and so so now you're you're almost up to ninety dollars for the for sitting in a weedy field right. in in Iowa. Yep, looking at a giant box. Yeah, and then <laughs> and now on top of that, 
I, I, I'm, you know, even though it's summer, it got kind of cool for some reason. So I brought along my, my, uh, nights who say knee hoodie. Oh, and of course everybody got cold, but me at first. And so there was like some blankets and everything going around. And then it got really cold and everybody was freezing. I had to go in and rent blankets. There was another $10. No, really? And so, yeah, that was a hundred dollar evening. Wow, that's okay. so. That's so, so your your uh, your yours was cheaper. Yeah, apparently so. Well, <laughs> yeah. when it was all said and done, of course. Yeah. Wow. So they nickel denied us right away. Anyway, that's well. Let's uh, we're we're kind of almost on an hour. Let's, let's start wrapping up. Do you have any, anything oh. else you want to add? You know, uh, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head other than um, I will share this with you. I did uh, the same place where I was buying the um, the uh, what do you call atomic it? cloud? Uh, no, not the atomic cloud, <laughs> which I'm sending back uh, as we speak. Oh, goodbye, Becky. Jerry bye, Becky. Hi. Jerry, bye. <laughs> Have fun. She's getting a haircut. I'll see you in a couple hours. All right. Um, I want I want pictures. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll post pictures. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, oh yes. I, so where we bought the beer? Oh uh, yeah. Things. So I'm looking at the discount rack. Right, they have a like a clearance thing. You know when you change labels and they've got all this stuff and it's like you can, you know, you 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 get. Uh, they have to get rid of old stock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have to get rid of old stock. So I'm looking there, and I look, and I see, oh, crap, you remember my birthday party, right? Yeah. My friend Rich bought me a bottle of Walking Dead uh, uh, whiskey of the apocalypse. Oh, oh, the whiskey. The whiskey, and it was actually really good. We were sitting there drinking it going, this is really good. And I, after the party, I went to, to see it, and it was like 39 bucks a bottle, and I'm going, that's eh, still pretty expensive, but... You know, it's it's good. It's it's well worth it. So we went back there, uh, was it last week? And uh, they had it on the discount rack for 25 bucks a bottle. So I picked uh, picked up a couple bottles and I'll probably oh. pick up a few more. It's really good. Yeah. I highly recommend if you can find it. It is one I've, of the best. I'm kept- pretty, I think I've seen it. You I'll, probably I'll look have. for it. You really should because it is, uh, it's really, really good. I, I bought a bottle of bourbon that is really nice. It was like um, 50 something dollars called Woodenville. Right. Never heard of it before, but it came highly recommended by my friends down at Central Store. And uh, yeah, it's good. I'm making old fashions with it. Oh, very nice. Very but nice. Uh, I could just drink it, you know, with a rock. Right. And that's it. Uh, we were doing my, uh, my daughter's. Um, she, she and her husband, I mean, uh, future husband built a, um, a fire pit in our kind of expansive backyard. Oh, nice. And so, and it's like a proper one with bricks and little rocks around it and right. you know, the, the whole thing. It was like, it was custom job and we've been having fires in it and sitting around and it feels like a camp. It feels like we're camping or actually it feels like glamping because we brought a house with us. Right. <laughs> you know, 
and uh, it's it's really nice. I, and I just love sitting out there by the fire and just sipping that uh, bourbon and just chilling. It's in watching. How is why is it that you could just stare at fire forever? Because it's soothing. It's like uh, it's kind of like that Darth Vader Yule log of when it's Christmas time. <laughs> Do you see it on YouTube where it starts Vader burning for like twelve hours? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. But that's awesome. Dude, you gotta go. You gotta look. It's like it's like the uh, it's like the Darth Vader Yule log that's on YouTube. <laughs> it's twelve hours of Darth Vader on fire. Oh God, that that should be an app. It is. <laughs> let me tell you something, my friend. It is the best freaking thing ever. <laughs> Like, it's like, it's, you just sit there and go, eh, it's Darth Vader on fire. <laughs> it's like, what more do you want out of life? I know to our company website, we posted one uh, that was the, um, the extended elevator scene that was cut. And of course it wasn't, it was this fake thing. So they, they had somehow, because uh, there was this one scene in, um, what was it? Return of the Jedi. Right. Where where Luke and Darth Vader get in this elevator and then they extended that scene by making go back and forth, back and forth. And they put elevator in music. So this, they're riding in the elevator for like, I don't know, six or seven minutes, not oh. saying anything. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> that's funny. So they get in the elevator and it's like, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> That, that's really good. I, I like I like silly humor like that. I do too. I'm all about that. That's always good stuff. Well, anyway, my friend, well, let's, uh, let's let's do this. Uh, give them. Uh, let's tell them the number where they can contact us and leave some. Yeah. Comments. Well, also, I want to give a heartfelt thank you to everybody who's been giving us high ratings on the podcast services. Thank yeah. you very much for that. That's like, like applause it. to us. It's like applause, and it's like a paycheck. <laughs> An actual paycheck would be nice, but oh, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take whatever. <laughs> yeah. As a reminder to our absent-minded friends, you could give us a call and leave us a message at 203-450-6375 or send us a text message. And I checked before the show. We have not gotten any uh, except for scams telling yes. us that uh, like, that we had to pay for there was a social security thing or something. I should play that. <laughs> You should. You totally should. I think so. Um, and um, uh, let's see. You can use the Anchor.fm uh, app to voice message us directly if you want to, uh, or you can do that via their website, or actually it's our website too, um, as long as you're using um, something other than Apple Safari and still doesn't work. Um, but you know what does work? The new Microsoft Edge which is built on Google Chrome. Oh. It's basically a reskinned Google Chrome with Microsoft stuff added in, but I, I kind of like it. I'm actually using it on my Apple. Um, and with that, I want to just say thanks again and remember to stay absent-minded. And we love you. We do, with a capital I sounded, love. I sounded like Barney from uh, like the, the TV show. If I was a big pink dinosaur, I'd be <laughs> Purple dinosaur, I'd be. It's yeah. purple, yeah. Well, you you didn't have to watch that for like ten hours a day, did you? Oh, thank God. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I think I didn't have kids. It's like I don't think I could have <laughs> children's programming. 
Oh, God. I even have their songs stuck in my head somehow. Oh, good God. Uh, anyway, without further ado, <laughs> thank you, friends, for joining us here on The Green Hour. Enjoy your life. I didn't say end your life. I said enjoy your life.